Well, hey there, guys and girls. Welcome back to Game Store Profits. This is the show where geeks talk about God and God followers talk about cool geeky stuff. I'm Luke Navarro. And my name is Mike Perna. Dude, Mike, I am sitting in the big chair. The dog is curled up at my feet. I got the cup of coffee. Just finished a brownie. Do you have a fireplace and a velour evening jacket? No, it's 70... It's in the 70s, so we're not really quite fireplace uh, ready oh, you yet. silly, silly Californians I know. are not freezing to death. I know. You know, there'll be like one day a year that it's necessary. The rest is just for show. Uh, but yeah, life is good. I did just have an interesting, uh, right before the show, just had a bit of an interesting experience. Okay, what was that? I uh, was walking down my hallway past my supposedly sleeping children's room, and I heard chatter behind the door. And typically, I'm especially on Friday night, I just kind of let that go, you know? But today I felt like, I don't, for whatever reason, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look in. So I kind of flung the door open. I'm going to mess with my children yeah, this day. <laughs> uh, you know, kind of scared the life out of them. What were they doing? They were playing the Harry Potter customizable card game by the light of their... Uh, alarm clock. Wow. Can we Is, say had, the apple does not far from fall far from the tree? Yeah, had they built like a bed fort by putting blankets over ne- oh, oh, you know, over top of them so that, you know, they playing by flashlight, that would be the only thing that would be better. <laughs> no, they were uh they were down kind of huddled in a little corner with the thing aimed into the corner. So I mean it was close, but uh so, yeah, Give them they, points for clever, because I yeah, wouldn't have they, thought to do that. Yeah, you know, uh, so I, I did feel bad. I had to scold them, of course. It's the it's the rules. It's yeah, you got to be in bed, but yeah, you got to be like but, a parent or something. Right, but there was a there was a small part of me that was smiling. You scolded uh, them with a smile on your face, didn't right, you? <laughs> right, absolutely. Uh, so you know what, though, they're probably not the only kids who are going to be up late tonight playing video games. Oh, whatever do you mean? Well, as we're recording this episode in what, I don't know, three hours, three and a half hours here, about an hour from where you are, half an hour from where you are, uh, the PlayStation 4 is hitting store shelves uh, in the morning. Or did it today? Oh, it it not, hit today. I'm not, now I'm confused. Yep, See, because of the thing the with the thing and the, all right, so there's probably a lot of kids out staying up now with their brand new Super expensive video game consoles. Do you have a PlayStation 4, Mike Perna? Not even kind of. Yeah, not even a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I. You know, I don't even we, have PlayStation 3. So yeah, we're not we're not gonna spend too much time on it because we've said it before. But it, I mean, PS4 release. Yeah, I mean, is we worth do mentioning. need to mention it. it, it it's out there. Uh, there are people playing the, you know, four games that are on it. Yeah, uh, well, at the bo- moment, both you and I have said over and over again that. If we play video games, it's mostly, you know, PC, or in your case, Mac. Right. Crazy person. Well, you know, I just, I don't play a lot of video games these days, and the games that I do play, I play a lot. Right. You know, so I like games that, you know, they're going to give me 100, 150, 200 hours of gameplay. And and some of those do count for my Xbox. I mean, like, Skyrim and XCOM, those games gave me a lot of gameplay. Speaking of XCOM... Yes, there has been uh, forty bucks for an expansion. The, the expansion has hit. You know, I'm forty gonna, bucks. Now I'm. I, I will say that I'm waiting. I haven't picked it up yet. I will say that um, I may have made a comment on a the the uh, Geek and Sundry Beasts of War on the table because they're giving away fifty Steam keys. Nice, nice. Um, so how much I, is I, it on Steam? Is it forty bucks as well on Steam? Just about. It's a little cheaper. Yeah. See, the deal is it's, it's a it, separate disc. It, it's actually like it's actually like twenty five. See, that's a. I mean, that's a lot different. Oh, it's know? a lot better, but it's still that's beyond fifty percent less. And you know, there aren't very many games that had these that have ever been done with this kind of standalone disc for what is essentially DLC. I mean, this one is kind of. This borderline one in, in, between DLC and expansion and... Yeah, in their defense, this one does a, have a lot of stuff in it. But it's definitely not XCOM 2. No. Um, in fact, the only time I think I have ever 
bought that second disc was the Red Dead Redemption zombie disc. <laughs> and uh, I enjoyed that. I played a ton of that. But that one was like like at least a full act of Red Dead Redemption. So, I mean, there was a lot. So, I don't know. It might be worth it if there was a lot more gameplay for XCOM. Uh, you know, I like that you can build mechs, essentially, these little mini mechs. Yeah, and then do gene manipulation in. on your soldiers. Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe you can pick it up on Steam. Tell me if I should get it. But this is definitely... I'm hoping it drops in price rapidly. Because it's out for the Xbox. And, like, how much life does the Xbox have left? Not very much, right? Not much. So, I mean, I thought I think it's just weird the way they did this. With this tiny little window, they're dropping this weird expansion, kind of not full-size game, partial, you know, partial pay, kind of. It's only $40, it's not 60 but I don't know. It's just a weird place, weird time for consoles in general. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, even though they are they are saying that there could be, you know a good long while before they officially retire these older systems. It It's not, I mean, for all practical purposes, it's not going to last long. You know, I kind of don't remember. You know, I know PlayStation has always kept legacy for their older consoles for a while. Right. Uh, but I've always been an Xbox guy, and I'm trying to remember, did they keep making games for the original Xbox after the 360 came out? No, they didn't, but they also, at that point, hadn't made, you know, official statements that said they're going to keep releasing things for the system for, I think, like an extra year. Okay. See, I, I just don't remember how it went. I mean, it was a long time ago. Um, but, you know, it seems to me like there should be some... I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, that's why consoles are bad, man. <laughs> you know, like, the games should just be downloadable. You play them on whatever thing you want, you upgrade your system, then you can just keep playing the game. It just looks a little better. Uh, I mean, I realize that that doesn't fit the console model, but it's better for me. For you, and the <laughs> fact that you don't, wouldn't have to buy another game. Uh, so, uh, so you and I, we're not getting PlayStations, uh, and therefore we really can't say too much about it. It's been four minutes, I think we've given it enough time. Yeah, we, you, know, you know, good luck, have fun. Play awesome things, you people who bought them, but we're we're not buying them. No, not for at least two years. And anyway, that would just take away from my Hearthstone time. Oh, so you're playing the Hearthstone. So first off, let's let's hear what Hearthstone is. I don't think we've talked about it on the show yet. We haven't. I kind of mentioned it in the Facebook group, but uh, it's right now is in closed beta. It's from the people of Blizzard. It is pretty much Blizzard's entry into the world of video game versions of collectible card games. Right. And, uh, and BlizzCon just happened. And so, yep. you know, it's got a little bit of buzz going right now. BlizzCon, they announced the fact that uh, it will go from closed beta to open beta next month. Yeah, December, January, I think is what they said. Yeah. Um, which, you know, in Blizzard speak is, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, but, but it is a, a it's a it's a game, a video game, but it's a TCG inside of a, you know. Yeah, it's it's pretty much, you know how we often talk about, like, the iPad version or the Android right. version of board games? This right. is the, the PC version of a TCG. Now, it's not, though, the TCG that, that was actually in print, right? No, this is different than okay. the WoW card game. Okay. Yeah, that was very uh, that was popular there for a window. Oh yeah, it, I mean you can still get it too. There are people still playing it, but it, it never really got that right. solid kind of Magic the Gathering level right. hype to it. Um, Hearthstone is a ton of fun. I, I was I saw countless videos from guys that have been playing it on YouTube, and I thought, man, this this could be really interesting. Uh, it, it features a bunch of both named characters from the World of Warcraft universe, right. as well as the monsters, the pirates, the people, the... Pretty much if you've ever bumped into them in a WoW city or in the, you know, out there in the wilds of, of World of Warcraft, there's probably a card for that. Right, so you're out there, you know, there's a, a whole lot of uh, boar, little boar men to skin and... Uh... Yeah, right. Right before we started you, you recording, Murlocs. So, you know what? It's been so long since I've played World of Warcraft. I can't even you make can, jokes about it. You can it. actually, you can actually build a Murloc deck. 
Nice. There are so, people out there making Murloc decks. So how are the decks set up? I, my guess is they're going to be set up based on a character class. Yes. Okay. In fact, uh, you pretty much design your deck around one of the, the major classes. You know, okay, warlock, so, priest, right. fighter. Mage, uh, rogue, warrior, hunter. Mage, yep. Um, and then there are class-specific cards. There are also neutral cards. All right. And you pretty much... At the beginning, you're earning a lot of cards because there are a number of base cards that you only unlock by playing that character. Sure, okay. It's kind of almost tutorial style. Right. Yeah, okay. You have you have to play... Th- I've, I've unlocked all the different deck types. I've gotten a couple of them up to level 10, which is the level you have to be at to unlock all the basic cards. Um, yeah. So there's, it, a level, there's a leveling mechanic. Oh, yeah. All right. It doesn't really affect the gameplay other than, like I said, once you, you have to get to level 10 in order to get your hands on the basic cards. Because there is a crafting system where you can, you know, in, in true WoW fashion, you can disenchant uh, common cards to get dust, which you can then use to make other cards. This is not in-game. This is uh, kind of metagame. It's what happens in between your matches. Yeah, all right. And, uh, yeah, so, and you're basically building decks and... And so how does the game play? play? Is it a dual deck kind of a thing? Are there, like, some... Are you going on quests? Are you... Uh, well, there there are quests, deal? but... raiding... No, you are basically going head-to-head with another player. Okay. It's your hero versus their hero and all the little minions they can summon. So Magic the Gathering style, Summoner Wars style. It's... I would probably put it closer to Summoner Wars because Magic the Gathering requires another level where you have to get land. Right. To to get the mana. Basically, in in Hearthstone, you start out with one mana crystal. So you can cast things up to, to... that cost one mana. And then the next turn you get two, which you can cost up to two, then three, then four. You're basically building up more mana every turn, so there's a constant you build don't up. Don't burn it off. No, like you get so much mana per turn. Right, so you can always cast something that costs six mana all by the sixth turn. Yes. Okay, so you know what? Actually, we were we were kind of talking about the uh, Harry Potter customizable customizable card game that my children were illicitly playing today. Um, and that that's very similar to that mechanic in that each turn you can play a, uh, I think it's a, a lesson they call them and it, but you don't use the land. You don't have to tap the land, etc. You just, once you hit that threshold, you can cast any spell that is, you have enough lessons to cast. Right. And so you'll, you'll start out with a lot of little weenie stuff. You know, the first couple turns are usually just trying to get that one creature out or or you use your hero ability which usually takes two mana to do um and you're after a while you are bringing anixia you are bringing <laughs> you, you can bring out the craziest of the crazies and and just all in the pursuit of destroying the other hero so i'm interested to know what are the different heroes what are their abilities you know is is a priest squishy Oh yeah, is a, a tank actually able to take more damage? Yes. Okay. How how does that uh, express itself in the game? Okay. A let me let me see if I can go down all of them. The priest can heal itself or can heal anything for uh, two. I can say for I don't know how it happens, but at some point, uh, you can get something with a priest that lets you do shadow form, where instead of healing, you're hurting. Okay. I have not unlocked that, but I've seen it done on me, right. so I know it exists. Um, the druid gets basically bear form, in which he gets one attack and one de- and one armor, and then can hit somebody with that. The warrior gets two armor. The okay. rogue can summon itself a I want to say it's a one two dagger, like because weapons have durability. Like you can only use it so many times before it gets it gets gone. Okay. Um, warlocks can life tap, which is basically take take a hit for two damage to gain a card. Um, paladins can can summon a uh, a recruit a stormwind recruit. Nice. 
Um, who am I missing? Uh, Hunters. Hunters can basically do a shot. You just shoot the other guy for two damage. Okay. So, I assume then you, you already mentioned that you're conjuring critters. Oh, it's all sorts of critters. Uh, uh, you know, critters, uh, allies, whatever. You, uh, there's gear, maybe? Yes, you can get weapons. So you can gear up and you can... Uh, and then maybe direct damage kind of stuff? Yeah, basically, uh, your hero doesn't do much. It's just there as a figurehead until you give him a weapon. You give him a weapon and then he can hurt things. Okay. Um, like environmental effects, that kind of stuff? Not really. There's, I mean, it's mostly spells and AoE. Like, okay. you can, there's oh, a lot of board clear. So, there's board locations for things. Oh, yeah. All and right, there's so a lot that of is a lot like Summoner Wars. Yeah, there's a lot of things like, uh, I know the Shaman has one that it's a totem, and if you, whatever it is on the left and right of that totem gets plus two attack. Uh, there's a guy called the Defender of Argus, I want to say, is his name. I, I've only been playing since Tuesday, so forgive me if I mess up the names. But you'll drop him, he'll give the person to his left and right plus one, plus one, plus one, and taunt on the minions to his left and right. I mean, there's, yeah, the position does make a difference. Okay, so there's, there's some kind of, uh, um... You basically have a line. Okay, uh, but, but you can draw, you can use a taunt to draw, uh, opponents. Yes, you cannot, you cannot attack anybody. If there's a person with taunt, you have to hit that person with taunt. Okay. And now I know it's a beta, so you might not be able to answer these questions yet, but... Uh, in terms of like getting new cards, expanding your decks, you know, obviously, customizable card games, it's all about buying the new decks, so how does yep. that work out? There's a handful of different ways. Okay. Um, one is standard free-to-play model. You can buy a pack of new cards. Okay. Uh, another way is simply by playing the game a lot. Um, either by every three victories, you get ten gold. Plus, there's daily quests. Um, I just logged on, like I said. So I had, for 40 gold, I had to win twice with a warrior or rogue. Okay, that's cool. And for, and for 40 gold, I had to win twice with either a priest or a warlock. All right, I kind of like that. Uh, you know, it makes, you, makes it so you're not building the one perfect deck. No, the, and these guys also, they do free-to-play well. Like at so no you can point, actually work for what you want to work for. Right, you can earn it. All right, so how much does a uh, an expansion deck cost? I would have to look that up. Okay. I haven't done you, it. No, you haven't. All right. Uh, I will say that I I have had no shortage of cards. I I have at this and plus it's not like if you put it in this deck you can't put it in that one. Right. Of course. Yeah. So all your neutral guys can be used across all your decks. Okay. So that's always a good thing. Um, so, like, can you trade cards? Is that functionality there yet? I don't know. Okay. I've only just recently uh, gotten a, a friends list from some of the guys on the, the Game Church group. Okay. We were just talking about the fact that some of us were in Hearthstone and all of a sudden the battle tags were flying. Right. Um, I will say that there doesn't seem a lot win that i think mostly the friends list is just you can talk to each other i don't know if they're going to change that i don't know if there's going to be trading or anything like that but there isn't any as far as i know right now cool okay i will say that there you is did mention one... though there was a crafting thing yes you can disenchant your your cards that you don't want and then it'll give you dust and that dust can be used to get the cards that you want okay is that a random thing, or can you actually build? No, a you go thing? through a, a spell book basically and nice. say, "I want that one." Oh, and it'll tell you. It'll tell you how much dust it'll take to it's get very, that. Card. Very true to the game, and I'm sure that at some point they're going to add like, you know, finding ways to get epic stuff and things like that. There are legendary cards. There are rare cards. Um, right. I got one card because I did put money into this game already. So apparently, you're there will be no more wipes. No, they have said that they're done with the wipes. If okay. you put it in now, you're keeping it. Interesting. All right. But here's 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 what I did. I did not buy cards. I paid to get into an arena. An arena. 
And what the arena is, is a, is a different type of play mode. What the arena is, is that it's a draft mode. Okay. What happens is, is that the very first thing you get is three heroes, which you pick one. And then you craft your deck after, here's a list of three cards, pick one. Here's a list of three cards, pick one. Right. Here's a list of three cards, until you have the full deck of 30. And pretty much you're going until you either become a Grand Master, or you lose three times with that deck. So that seems like you probably could be playing for a while. Oh, you I there's a reason I put the money into it. I am a firm believer as we've said several times before, for every dollar that you spend on a video game, you should get about an hour's worth of playtime. Seems right. It it costs about $2 to get into an arena. Okay. I have not I have not been disappointed. All right. Now, uh is it real time these arenas? You have to play be there at a certain time or nope. can you that's nope, awesome. you don't even you can you can actually play like one or two games, come back it, it the deck is the thing. You can only That's play awesome. with that deck until it loses three times or you win everything. That's really cool, because Magic the Gathering Online has similar kind of events, right. tournaments and, that you can pay to get into. They're more way more expensive than two dollars. And just but, like I said, just like I said, the the free to play is really good in this because if you have hundred and fifty in game gold you can get into an arena that way. Okay, so do you get to keep the cards you draft? No, that okay. that is the downside. However, the more you win, you, you get, get prizes, prizes at the end. Okay. And the prizes are usually gold, dust, or cards. Nice. Okay. That seems like it seems like it's a lot of fun. Uh you seem like you're pretty committed to it at this point. Oh, uh, it is it is a a ton of fun. I definitely think as a free-to-play game, it's fantastic. Wow, so am I going to need to break out my Battle.net account? You might want to. Well, since I think it was hacked a really long time ago, and I got You the might want to set up a new one, then. <laughs> the email from Blizzard about it, and I went, meh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you, you might want to set up a new one when this goes open. All right, sounds good, sounds good. Um, and uh, so you gotta, you're into the closed beta, though. The open beta has not quite yes. happened yet. Oddly enough, uh, I still keep in touch with a lot of my, my old WoW guildies. Right. Uh, again, using Facebook. This is crazy. But yeah, a guildie posted about Hearthstone, and then another guy goes, you know what, I have my key, I've never used it, does anybody want it? And I said, yes, please. And so he sent me the key, and I've, I've been in ever since. Very cool. I'm uh, I'm looking at the website right now, uh, and just like seeing some of the images from you know back in my WoW days, kind of takes me back yeah. into a, kind of a happy place. I've got to tell you. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. There's definitely part of that that is keeping me in this, especially because of some of the cards that are out there. Well, let me They're ask you just... this: Has it compelled you at all? To not in the slightest. To WoW? Not, not, not in the, the slightest. slightest. <laughs> all right. Well, let me. I'll throw one more question out there that I know is news that came out. Uh, of Blizzard, of BlizzCon this past week, um, and I'm just, I'm having the hardest time remembering, I think it's, like, Heroes of the Storm? Yes, their version of Dota. It is the Blizzard Dota. So, you know, they They refuse to say that it's Blizzard Dota, but it's Blizzard Dota. It's Blizzard Dota. (laughs) And, uh, but you're playing with, you know, Tyrael, and Deckard Cain, and uh, Zerglings, and, uh... I guess characters from, uh, you know, World of from Warcraft. From Diablo, from World of Warcraft, and from StarCraft, yes. Right. Uh, now, I have never even tried to get into a MOBA. Because, frankly, the angry teenager level scares me. I got into them, but that is the reason why I don't play them anymore. So, uh, are you interested at all in trying the Blizzard version? I, you know, I I wouldn't go out of my way, but at the same point, if somebody said, hey, I've got a key, does anybody want to try this? I'd say yeah. Yeah. See, what like, to me, if it's like, the thing about Blizzard, right, when you think about the communities around these three games, StarCraft, Diablo, and World of Warcraft, I don't know that you could have three more different communities. Yeah, they really are just 
completely like, different, like not even kind of the same. So, you know, it's like, who knows which community, and I think it's probably going to be the StarCraft community that, that kind of overwhelms the, uh, uh, what is it, Heroes of the Storm? Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, they should not have used the same acronym as Heart of the Swarm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, oh well. Um, so, I don't know, I, I might be interested in that. Uh, definitely not going to play WoW, but I will check out Hearthstone when uh, it goes open. Yeah. Yep. Hearthstone definitely recommended. So I had an interesting uh experience at game day this week. Oh, I yeah. only got to pl- only got to play one game, uh but it was a game I think you might be interested in called Nothing Personal. Ah, Tom Vassell's game. Tom Vassell's game. Uh for those of you who don't know Tom Vassell is the lead voice of uh, a podcast and a podcast network called The Dice Tower. Um, they're, they talk about board games. They do a better job than us. So don't go listen to them. Yeah. They're more about reviews. We talk, we talk about, I like this game. This is fun. Well, this is and, weird. And, yeah. We, de- we definitely get more into the philosophy, the, right. the life style of board gaming where they're like, Tom Vassell is a board game reviewing machine. Um, Usually, if we talk about something that we haven't played yet, it's because one of us watched it on the Dice Tower. Well, and the guy reviews like 300 games a year. Oh, yeah. That's ridiculous. Moving on. Uh, (laughs) Tom, if you would like us to be on the Dice Tower Network, we are happy to join. I met him. He's a nice guy. Really? He was Uh, a Gen Con. So, I got to play the game that was designed in part by him. Uh, though I think, as you play the game, you feel like it's got a really strong Tom Vassell hand to it. Uh, the game is called Nothing Personal, and it is set up as... First off, it's a negotiation game. Um, which I don't enjoy. Uh, especially at our particular gaming group, because we always have a ton of new people. Okay. Like, there's always at least half of the table you're playing with you've never played with before. And so then it becomes the other... hard to judge how they view things. Right, and... and then the other half you've played 50 games with. Right. So it's a weird dynamic. Um, but I don't. I also just kind of don't dig the negotiation thing. I don't get into that quite as much as some people. But uh, what you have is a mafia, a mob group. And uh, the board in front of you is, a, is literally a, it's a pyramid uh, with... Each card represents a mobster. And at the top of the pyramid is the mob boss, the capo. And on down through the levels to the enforcer and the racketeer, and down all the way to the pathetic little underlings. And uh, you, each player represents a certain crime family. You are trying to exert your influence on the mob uh, by placing influence tokens and playing influence cards uh, on each mobster. And so you're trying to take... You're trying to control that mobster, and then you're trying to move that mobster up the rankings, and eventually to be the capo. And to, uh, the more influence you gain throughout the game, the farther up the influence track you get, whoever's highest the, of the influence track at the end of the game wins. Uh, so first off, incredible... Like build quality, really bad editing. Yeah, even even he admitted he goes, if I put out a second edition of this, I'm gonna have to <laughs> do some serious work on the book. Yeah, well, and like there were stickers on the board replacing things that were wrong on the board. Oh uh, no! Yeah, so that that I mean, that was that was weird. Uh, I wasn't expecting that at all. Um, but that because when you pick up the pieces, they're rock solid. Um, so, I mean, it's this weird thing, like, so, the, like, the graphic design and the, um, I don't even know what you, the, the industrial design don't vibe. Um, I, just a little example, uh, there is the influence track, and each house has a meeple. Each spot on the influence track is significantly smaller than one meeple. And so, if you've got two, two or three people in the same part in the influence, it gets track, really crowded. You, you, I mean, you could easily start making mistakes along the way. But all of those things, those kind of nitpicky, you know, nitpicky stuff. What's more important is how does the game play? 
Um, and I think it plays really well. Uh, anytime you have one of these, a track, you know, uh, you kind of have the front runner effect where whoever's in front, everybody starts kind of, they get attacked, <laughs> they get attacked and, and, uh, vice versa. Um, so because of this game has the hierarchy thing, uh, each round somebody is the capo. Well, the, the person in the first turn, whoever, uh, and actually it's, I think according to the rules, it's whoever looks most like a mobster. Uh, I uh, win that constantly. Um, gets to be a capo on the first turn. Well, the the capo advantage is really large. And so, you know, you're shooting out in front of everybody else. And what's hard is, because it's the first play, and actually it was the first play for about like th- three quarters of the, the table and another quarter had played before, um, you kind of don't know who to put your influence on and things like that at first. And so, for us, that capo had gotten a humongous lead. And it actually, the the game is, uh, I think, five turns long, might be six, I'm not sure. Um, and we didn't get him knocked out of the capo position until the fifth turn. Uh, so right at the end of the game. Right at the end of the game. Now, a lot of that, I, I will grant you, is the fact that we hadn't played the game, and some of us weren't quite sure, myself included, who to put your influence on. Um, you know, I ended up putting my influence on guys who had very little payback for me. I got very little influence from them. I got very little money from them. Um, I did get some cool abilities because I had focused more on the abilities than on the influence. But, uh, you know, so those are the kind of things that you learn as you play the game more than once. Um, and so I would definitely say for the first playthrough, the game was kind of a mess. I think for a second, third playthrough, you could definitely be very, uh, very cutthroat. Is a very cutthroat game. Uh, that's why it's called Nothing Personal. Um, and uh, extraordinarily, like, you know, you'll have somebody, you'll make a deal with somebody, they just cut you down. Um, the uh, the kind of the main mechanic in the game is this influence on each each gangster. And uh, the deal is, is once the influence gets to 11, so uh, people have put 11 points of influence on this guy in total, he goes to jail. And so, uh, and kind of none of us figured out that the key is to, most of us were putting influence on the lower guys to try to win them because the higher guys were already taken, so to speak. You know, some guy might have six or seven influence on him already. You're never going to be able to catch up and take him. But it, it didn't, for whatever reason, didn't dawn on us for a few turns well, we need to throw influence on this guy to get him kicked out of the game and into jail so that some of these lower guys can start moving up the ranks. Um, and so by the time we could put all that together, we were already maybe three turns into the game. Kind of the third turn is when we figured everything out. Well, there's only five turns in the game. So by that point, we were in trouble. I think that if we all kind of had that grounding come level one, come turn one, we would have really enjoyed it, which takes me to a point. Now, I don't know anybody who does this but me, okay? And maybe <laughs> you guys are out there and you do this and good on you. But for me, I really truly believe that if there are people, like if say more than half the table is learning the game, you need to do a dummy round. I, I agree. I, I usually do a slight variation on that. I don't do a dummy round. I usually give new players uh, a kind of take back. I kind of give them the... Okay. All right, you get to make this mistake. Do you really want to do that? And if they say no, then I'm like, you can you can not play that. <laughs> okay, because cause sometimes, and especially a game like this, you can understand the rules, but you don't grok the mechanic until a little bit farther, until some things have happened in the game. And so, you know, for me, I, I, I really think, especially on these... These game and this game is not like full on Euro game level complexity, but it is. It's more complex than. It's it's a middle ground, right? Kinda. Yeah. Um. I I really I really like doing a dummy round and letting everybody kind of figure out. Okay, well, this is what I'm gonna do. This is when I can do these things, and and yeah, that takes a lot of time, but I think it makes for a better experience in the long run. Um. 
But, you know, in our gaming group, it doesn't matter. Allura's going to win every single time. She wins every game I ever play with her. <laughs> I, she's like some kind of gaming savant. I don't understand. She's like in the middle of the pack until the last round, and then she beats everybody by 20 points. I, I don't get it. Uh, so, I don't, it's amazing. But, yeah, so that's what I did uh, this week. I, I got to play nothing personal besides uh, the Hearthstone. Did you play anything this week? Uh, I didn't get to play a lot. I did get to play some Netrunner with my brother. Hmm, what do you know? And, uh, I, you know, that, that game, I would agree completely with this whole idea of you don't know what you're doing until you play it a little bit. Um, I played with a completely new deck. I had, I had gotten some cards which made this one corporation seem more appealing. And I'm like, I'm gonna build this deck. And so I built it, and then it wasn't until I, I played three games with it that I realized its weak points. Mm. It wasn't until I got just, just I got destroyed one game, and, and I I was really close to nailing it the second game. Then the third game kind of fell apart. But uh, it I started seeing patterns. I go, oh, I'm constantly getting kicked in the butt right here. I'm constantly, you know, not having these things pay off. So maybe I don't want to put that many of them in. Like. It, you know, you you get that experience by playing it. I think that's great for a, a card game like that, where you're going to play that game repeatedly, probably sitting down one session with the person you're playing with. Uh, actually, I don't think we've ever talked about that. How long is a Netrunner game? Uh, it depends. I've had them last, like, 20 minutes. I've also had them last, like, an hour. Okay, so... So I would average about a half hour, forty-five minutes. It's still minutes. relatively short. You you can play three rounds at a gaming session. Oh yeah, my like it was it was a when did he come over? It was a Thursday night. So both he and I both had to go to work the next morning. So we weren't playing till four in the morning right. or something, and we got three games in. All right, well, very cool. Um, you know, so that's uh, that's what we played this week, and now I'm about something... to say, Luke. I think I think we've toyed with them long enough. <laughs> And now for something completely different. Uh, if you've listened to this show before, you've heard us talk about something that uh, kind of impromptu got uh, named Project Awesome somewhere along. Yeah, the it was it was one of my random things. I just I figured it needed a name. We needed to be able to refer to it without saying its name because we wanted to keep that secret. So I randomly called it Project Awesome, and we just kind of ran with it. Uh, along the way, we've maybe mentioned a little bit about what this is about. Uh, you guys know that it's a website. Uh, you know that it is taking the concepts behind Game Store Profits and expanding that into uh, kind of a larger ministry. Uh, and we are finally able, as of the day this show goes live, to announce that it is real. It is here. And it is called, I'll let you do it, Mike. Inroads Ministries. Inroads Ministries. Uh, it is going to be the new parent uh, organization for Game Store Profits and for a few other things. Uh, you can visit the site by going to Inroads, I N N R O A D S, ministries.com. Uh, and as you go there, you'll find uh, the website. And, well, folks, we're going to just be real clear here. We're still in its infancy with this. This this thing is just being birthed today. Okay, uh, we've had an amazing team putting in their time for absolutely because they love us and they're doing it all on because they want to be part of of bringing the geek world and uh, the Christian world together. Um, and we've been working for boy, Mike. I don't even know. It's been a while now. It's been a while. <laughs> First off, having those conceptual meetings, then bringing it all to the table, getting it into the website. Uh, you're going to see some different things there. One, you're going to see articles. Uh, you're going to see articles about some of the stuff we talk about on the second half of this show. Uh, some of the deeper, more spiritual questions behind uh, the gaming hobby. And, and uh, it really is going to be mostly focused on gaming. Uh, the, whole, the whole point of... Uh, Inroads Ministries, our mission, if you will, is uh, to grow the church through creative play. 
And by Grow the Church, we mean building fellowship because you know how much we believe in how the game table builds fellowship. It means reaching out to those of us, our, our freaking geek friends, who have maybe been ostracized by the church in the past. Uh, and even to bringing the leadership of the church involved into creating gaming events um, to help uh, reach out to the community, like Mike's been doing uh, at his, and other, his church and other churches uh, over the last year or so. Uh, so you're going to see articles there going into some of the depth. Uh, Mike, you're going to be doing videos for us. Yeah, it, it's going to be slow going at first because, you know, I have to be able to, to get the time and the editing. And it's it's literally at this point just me. Uh, well, and me there's a learning my, curve. And there there is a learning curve. I, I had put out a couple videos kind of tentatively uh, and kind of sent them out to a couple people. And I start, I did start learning some stuff. Like, I don't need to go to the super mega awesome resolution. And uh, there's other little tricks and doodads and whatnots that I've discovered along the way. Uh, I've picked up new editing software, which lets me do all sorts of cool things. And so right now, I don't know if by the time this goes live, I'll have more or not. But based on all the stuff I have to do between now and when the site goes live, probably not that many. Um, there will be basically the intro video, but definitely expect to see more, uh, along those lines. Uh, I will be having videos, like some of the things that, that listeners have suggested to me as far as what videos you want to see is, uh, they want to see a series on how to get into role-playing games mm -hmm. and, you know, how to pick the right system. I've had a handful of people that have, have pretty much said that they you do occasionally want to see like things like like top 10 lists mm -hmm. and, you know, other stuff that we kind of do kind of haphazardly. Um, we're never going to be a review show. That's not what we're about. Uh, but every once in a while, I might throw out a review. Like, I still owe you guys the uh, review of Bible Battles, the, the collectible card game that was sent to us. Uh, I haven't had a chance to even play that yet. I don't even that, know about this. That, that, that may come out as a video. Um, so... so Definitely be watching you know, and that. This is one of those places where you can actually get involved. We've had so many people call, not calling, uh, sending emails, okay, uh, Facebook messages, saying, "How can I get involved? I love what you guys are doing. How can I get involved in this?" And uh, every time that happened, we looked at you and said, "Just it's wait coming. for the website to it's go coming. live." Actually, we had one guy who said to send him up this week, and I was like, dude, just, just wait five more days. <laughs> you know, so it's all, coming. So all uh, you guys who sent us emails saying, I want to make content, I want to get involved with this, I want to, you know, be a part of this, now is the time. <laughs> so one of the first things we're calling out for is what we're calling gamer testimonies. We want to know how your experience around the game table, and it doesn't matter if it's a role-playing table, a board game table, a war games table, a video game, how your experience in a game with a group of people has informed your relationship with God. And, uh, you know, I can't tell you how that happened for you, but but we want you to tell us how that happened for you. Uh, we're going to be able to, uh, we'll probably at some point uh, post a little video uh, uh, request on YouTube and love for you to do your video responses to that. If you do that and we watch them and they're appropriate, uh, they'll they'll <laughs> find their way to the Inroads uh, Ministries dot com website. And we would love we we've talked about how God has worked in our life through gaming. Now we want to know how God's worked in your life uh, through gaming uh, as well. So you're going to see articles there. You're going to see videos there. Our podcast, Game Store Profits, is going to be moving over there. We're already talking about expanding the uh, Inroads Ministries podcast community. Yeah, we're that that's something that I'm actually really excited about. I have a couple ideas for some stuff I'd like to see, but even if I do that, I'm gonna I'm gonna want to bring in some more people. Like Absolutely. I don't want I don't want to tweak what Luke and I have got here because you guys seem to like it. We enjoy it. You know, we've built a friendship over the past two years. I'm I don't want to screw with Game Store Profits. This is gonna stay. Right. Oh, absolutely. Game Store Profits is not changing. But there's going to be a lot of potential other stuff. I, I, I've even talked with uh, a buddy, you know, my buddy Chris, who's been on a couple times as a co-host about doing, you know, some kind of like fiction-y kind of thing uh, just to, to get stories out there. And, and that's a potential thing that we might want to do. And some other stuff that's all kind of just ideas right now. But uh, 
we want to hear from you guys about what you want to do too. If you have an idea, I I think we'd love to to be able to absolutely have like a we group have the place of, for it now. Yeah. Now, okay, so people have talked to us a lot about how they want to get involved, and Mike, you just touched on something. Game store profits is what it is. We don't want to change that. We'd like no. To. We're we're still doing this. The every other week, the Luke and I talk about what we've been playing and how that affects our faith. That's staying. But now we have a space for more stuff for you guys to hook up with us and we're going to make stuff together. Uh, we're going to highlight the stuff that you're making and let's build a community around this. So you're going to see articles, you're going to see videos, you're going to see podcasts. And now this is something that's got me excited. Okay. I think this next, this next portion of inroads ministries is amazing. We are going to be building and either selling or giving away, depending. We'll work that out with the designers. Yes. Uh, content for games. Okay, so we'll we'll go with a real simple one that's that's really easily accessible. Um, you know, we could go with like a Pathfinder system or the D20 system, but we are going to be building modules for RPGs. And you know, whether that's just a, an individual module already within a, a game world, or whether it's a full game world that gets set up but with the intention of building modules that push people into spiritual conversations. And what we don't want to do is oversimplify because, uh, you know, we, that's easy. What we want to do is we want to put people in real situations where they have to make moral decisions, hard decisions about what their character is going to do. And in that process, hopefully, we will be, allow people to talk about their morality, talk about their ethics, talk about their beliefs around the game table. And, and even if they're just channeling a character and that character's beliefs in morals and ethics, that's an amazing learning experience for everybody involved. And uh, we want, we, I know, I've already talked to several guys out there who, and girls too, who love creating content for RPGs and we want to be a place where you can publish that content and get it out to a crowd of people who are really really interested in that and man I'll tell you what uh, I'm super excited about this bit uh, in particular yeah I'm, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that especially because I am I'm the first one Luke to tell you and to tell everybody that I don't much like Christian fiction nope. and Christian you know music sometimes nope. i i don't like it because a lot of times we as a community i'm talking we as a christian community not the gamer community uh all we do is whitewash something that's already popular slap jesus's face on it and say look it's the christian version right we're, what we're looking to do we're is not, not just that, folks <laughs> we're not looking for a class you know a class book on how to make a paladin of jesus christ we're not we're not doing that no we want to see like real growth in people, and and to do that through our gaming, um, there's already a bunch of people out there who've kind of talked talked about this uh, on the Facebook group the other day, like a couple weeks ago. I I posted a video from the guys from the Dawnforge cast, and they're a YouTube uh, a YouTube station that pretty much talks about D&D &D and Pathfinder and, and all that stuff all the time. And he recently talked about how his faith shapes his gaming. And we want to see that kind of stuff. He's not out there, you know, just making Jesus the D&D &D version, the, you know, D20 disciples. They're, they're using their faith to, to impact people because we bring our faith to the table. We don't leave that at home. And we want to give you guys a chance to be able to both create and to experience what the, what the community has created, which is just the best part of this, in my opinion, is not only the fact that people are creating, but as a community, we can build each other up, we can play each other's games, we can you know help each other make stuff even more awesome than it already is by you know being providing a forum where people can throw stuff out there, and then the community can say this was awesome, but this needs to change, and this is fantastic. And you never know, maybe at some day we'll have either somebody can put something up and it'll end up being published. You never know. Absolutely. So you're going to see, uh, let's see, what we, what have we talked about here? We've talked about articles, we've talked about video, we've talked about 
podcast we've talked about uh, modules uh, you're gonna see us putting out uh, uh, lessons putting out uh, tools for church leaders to use to use gaming within their church uh, both to build fellowship and also as an outreach tool uh, you're gonna see um, you know you've already heard Mike uh, doing this over the last uh, 70 episodes, however many episodes we've had, uh, using gaming to reach out to his community. Uh, we're going to be helping provide those of you who are, maybe you're a youth leader, maybe you're a church volunteer, or maybe you're a pastor who's listening to this show. We're going to help by providing tools that make it easier for you to do that. Much uh, much like at a VBS, you'll get like a curriculum in a box. We want to right. give you game day in a box. Absolutely. And uh, the final piece of the puzzle uh, is you're, you're going to be able to go to the Inroads Ministry store. And, uh, you know, we talk about so many games on this show. We talk about games that are appropriate, games that aren't appropriate, games that are great for church game night, games that are great for co-op, games that are, are good for kids and families. And we are going to have our, I don't want to say vetted, but... We're going to have our store with our favorites, things that we know we're comfortable with, we enjoy playing. Um, and as you buy stuff from that store, you're going to be able to support the ministry uh, doing what we do. And uh, so I think it is a win-win situation for everyone. And uh, I'm super excited. I'm super excited. Um, it's uh, Like we said, it's new. Okay. Yeah, uh, and we've already we've already been talking about what the stuff we need to have on the website so that when stuff grows and things develop, we don't have to completely retool the website. So we're already planning ahead on things. Like I'm already developing the idea of, you know, we talked about buying stuff to support the ministry. We're, we're talking about the idea of getting it to a place where you guys can, can donate to help us do even more of this stuff. We're talking about the, the possibilities of, you know, Game Store Profits, Inroads Ministries, and whatever future stuff hasn't even been created yet about developing merch so that you guys can kind of have that out there to, you know, t-shirts and whatever to, to just spread the word about what we're doing. There's lots of stuff that has been talked about in meetings and talked about as hypothetical dream situations and all this stuff that uh, we want to see happen in the future. And you guys are going to help us do that. Um if the site's only in its infancy and we're going to view that as pretty much a springboard from all the stuff that we want to see happen on this because we really do think that that God is in this. And this is an area that a lot of ministries are springing up right now. Um, I loved uh, over at Game Church, they did a ministry blog about the idea that you know they're kind of the front runners in a lot of ways. They're established. They they go to the cons. They have a face. They're they're on other websites getting interviewed and talked about, and uh, they're kind of the go-to guys. But really, we're all doing this for the glory of God. And I love that article. I posted it on the Facebook group. I I think that's a lot of there's a lot of truth there. We're not here to compete with them. In fact, we absolutely love them. Our relationship with Game Church is not going to dwindle. Our relationship with the guys at Strangers and Aliens and, and Geek This and all the other awesome podcasts that are out there, the stuff that we do the podcast initiative with, those relationships are not going away. Uh, we're trying to, to build up this ministry as a part of all the stuff that God is doing out there. Uh, we're specifically going to look at Tabletop Gamers because uh, that's who you guys are. That's who you're, who's listening to us and we really want to help kind of equip you and give you a space to do awesome things for God's glory. Absolutely. The framework is now in place. You've asked, how can you be involved? Now is the time. Uh, if you want to get involved, we have a place for you. If you have a dream for how you want to use your role-playing games, your tabletop games for Jesus, we have a place for you. Uh, and I, I know we have said for so long, just wait, just wait, just wait. The time is now. And uh, so first thing we want you to do is we want you to go to Inroads Ministries. I-N-N, two N's. Uh, you know, we, uh, we, we love that idea of the inn. Right? Every great adventure starts with a bunch of people gathering at the inn before they go off you know, to, do, to slay the evil. <laughs> virtual strangers come together. They sit down at a table. 
and then they go out as a fellowship. That's beautiful, man. It's that, in that's games. What... It's in books. It, one of my favorite books ever is is uh, Dragonlance, the very first book of the Dragonlance series. What did they do? In, you know, it's 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 amazing. Um, uh, you know, and we want to be that virtual inn where people come together. The road leads in, and the road leads out. You know, and we want you to join with us, be part of our fellowship, be part of, uh, be our companion in this journey. Uh, so you can go to Inroads Ministries, I-N-N-R-O-A-D-S Ministries dot com. You can still hang out with us at Facebook. Uh, Mike, are the, is the Facebook page the group I will, thing? I, how are we going to work that out? Do we know This yet? is how this works. Guys, I've been prepping you for this, so you're already going to know this. But for some of you who might not have been on the page, I'm going to just give it to you another time. Uh, the Game Store Profits Facebook page is going to become the Inroads Ministry page. You'll probably notice by the time this goes live that if you look on your pages, you know, list on Facebook, this will change. Uh, this is it's going to be a more news centered kind of thing. It's going to be hey, so and so posted something, or hey, we've right. got this new ministry. It's going to be a place where you can just touch on to get news. Right. So However, very little interaction there. It's gonna no, be a that one's not going to be about interaction. Broadcast. Yeah, that one's going to be, look at this new thing we did. If you want to be part of this, the community that we've been building here, the stuff that I think is my favorite part of this ministry, um, we still want to keep that. We still want to keep Game Store Profits as a thing. So we have the Facebook group. There's 53 of us at the time of recording. And I think that we can get more of us together, more of us sharing. Uh, we're starting to see more names pop up as people comment and people post stuff. And I'm really going to encourage that. It's facebook.com slash groups slash game store profits. And one of the reasons we love that group is because it gives everybody an equal voice. Uh, yeah. It's not just us talking at you and you can respond and you can post something there and it might show up. No, everybody has an equal say. If, if you put something up there, it's going to be there. And uh, so we can have a real, legit, peer-to-peer conversation. Uh, and I think that's really cool. So, yeah, and also, Luke, we can we can talk about some other stuff, because this is normally the time when we tell you how you can get in touch with us. Right. There's a new way to do that. You can still do the normal stuff, GameStoreProfits at gmail.com. You can still do the Twitter, GS Profits. I'm probably going to make an Inroads one, but I haven't done that yet, so I can't advertise it. Maybe I'll future mic it in here, but, All right. <laughs> but I haven't done that yet, so there you go. Um, however, we got to introduce some shiny new emails. Okay. I like the fact that I can tell you that I can be reached at Mike at InroadsMinistries.com. And believe it or not, I can be reached at Luke at InroadsMinistries.com. And if you can't remember that, just send something to contact at InroadsMinistries.com. Let's see, what else? Uh, What about the YouTube page? The YouTube page, if you go and look for Inroads Ministries on YouTube, I believe it is YouTube.com slash Inroads Ministries at this point, uh, you'll find our YouTube page. You can also link to it directly from our website. Awesome, and uh, I guess by virtue of the new YouTube rules, we I guess we now have a Google Plus account, right? Yeah, I don't know how much we're going to be doing on that. I know, but it's I guess it's there now. It's uh, a thing. It's a it's thing. A thing. Uh, you know, YouTube and Google Plus they uh, they finally tied the knot. And hey, uh, and we'll put it out there. If if a bunch of you guys use Google Plus. We'll totally do more stuff on Can I say that because of the whole YouTube thing, I went to Google Plus today? It's so much easier to use than Facebook. Yeah, but no one's on it. No one is on it, except (laughs) for celebrities. But it's like, it's so much more convenient, and just like, it does what I want it to do, whereas Facebook, it's like, don't show me this story. Why are you showing me this story, Facebook? I don't even know this person. All right, before we go into a Facebook versus Google+, uh, I I will say that. Sorry, we let it go. Here's a promise to you guys. If a bunch of you email us and say, guys, I am all over Google+, do more on that page, we'll do that. We will. And uh, so however you want to get a hold of us, here's the thing is we want to be in contact with you. 
We want you to be part of this ministry as we move forward. And uh, we've been thrilled by how much everybody has, has been a part of Game Store Profits. And I think we're going to have an even bigger group of people to be part of Inroads Ministries. And we're super excited about that. Mike, man, I am so glad that I, I, I don't know how exactly that it happened. But over the last couple of years, we've sort of accidentally put together this thing. And uh, just sort of riding on whatever God has said to do. And we've done yeah, it. And, and here that, we are. You have it. You have the gist of it right there. Because I will continue to say that we're just a bunch of idiots with microphones. And, you know, the fact that this has been built up around us is 100% God because we're not this smart. We're not this talented. Yeah. And we certainly don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, we're just some dudes who rant about board games. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's been a good journey, and I think it's going to continue to be. So, folks, uh, always remember that God is the Game Master. And no matter how the dice fall, the game plays on.